Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, host of Alligator Preserves. And in today's short story episode, you're actually getting a twofer. You're going to get two tiny tales. And this will be my 19th short story episode. So I'm pretty excited about that. But I have to warn you, my short stories do tend to be a little bit dark, weird, creepy, whatever you want to call it. And these two short stories, the first of which is called Her Only Vice, is really pretty creepy because I submitted it for a contest and it got me into round two of this contest that I'll tell you about. So if you're up for it, stay tuned. The first of my two tiny tales is called Her Only Vice and It was submitted for round two of a contest that nycmidnight.com runs every year. They run contests all year round. They run flash fiction contests and short story contests and screenwriting contests. And this year they've done a micro fiction contest. So the rules were the story could be no longer than 250 words. And for those of you who do any writing, you know that that's about a couple of paragraphs. It's not even a page. And the way it works is they give you at midnight on a Friday night, they give you a genre, they give you an action that has to occur in the story, and they give you a word you have to use in the story. So for this particular one, I was given the genre horror So again, if you're not into creepy stuff, you might want to fast forward a little bit to my next one, which is only slightly horrorful, but they gave me horror. The activity that had to be included was drinking alcohol, and the word I had to use somewhere in there was perfect. So here goes, her only vice. It was her only vice, really, her need for stimulating conversation with young people and the city crawled with them. Twenty dollars to help an old lady with her groceries? She'd find a loner, and her offer never failed. Once inside her end-unit apartment, she'd sweeten the deal. Another Jackson to visit a bit? Tell me about your day? Here, I'll get you a nice drink. One heavily spiked Coke inevitably led to another, and often another. The relaxed teen, drunk on cheap rum, would relish spilling his sorrows to an attentive teetotaler. Tell me more. I'll make you famous. See, I'm writing a book. She'd flip through the mounting ink-filled pages and slurred stories would flow with more alcohol. Eventually, she'd excuse herself to the powder room. Her startled scream of, Spider! perfectly pitched to provoke a groggy response from her guest, would position him just right, peering into her tub. She was surprisingly strong for her age, though it didn't take much to push him in once she sliced his throat. That's a good boy, she'd say, holding him down as he flailed, and then time for the real work. Always frugal, 
should carefully preserve the juice, fitting each tender slice perfectly into vacuum-sealed packages. Her reward after stacking them in her freezer? Fresh liver and onions. She was the perfect neighbor, they'd say, if she ever slipped up. She was the perfectly innocuous little old lady. (laughs) Wow. Okay, that ends my first short story. And I did forget to mention, they give you the prompts at midnight on a Friday night, and you have 24 hours to submit your story. I was notified last week that my story made it in the top 10 for that particular category, and there were 80 categories and thousands of people around the world who compete in these contests. So I was pretty darn excited because the first 10 in each category advanced to round two, and they give you another genre action, and word that you have to use. So this past Friday night, I was given the genre sci-fi. I was given the activity of shivering that had to take place somewhere in the story. And I had to use the word never. I submitted this tiny tale on Saturday night, and I will know sometime in January if I make it to the third round, which would be pretty darn exciting So we'll see what they think of this next tiny tale called As the Shivering Stops. Freezing isn't the worst way to die. Once the shivering stops, vasodilation warms you. By then, your brain doesn't give a shit and you drift off peacefully. An intense feeling of heat could provoke you to tear off clothes. But that's not a concern. You see, my nature was cruel, gifting me with a brilliant mind encased in a paralyzed body. And my birth mother was even more heartless. She handed me over to the scientists for a song. For 16 years, they've used me for research, and now I've finally succeeded, though they don't know it in opening a portal. I'm there. The creatures have taken me into their stark frigidity, countless colossal crustaceans swirling through this bizarre multiverse, scavenging and still hungry. They study me, an anomaly in their world as in mine. Their cold presence doesn't frighten me, I've long ago abandoned fear, and I sense they need me for more than the meat on my worthless bones. Let us enter your world and you will walk. The leader communicates by inserting his antennae gently into my ears. We will free you. One blink will reopen the portal for them but I'll never return to that even colder world of my unfortunate birth. There will be no more probing, no more pain, no more yearning. I am done. I blink for the last time. Abominable shrieks bounce off sterile lab walls, echoing in my brain just as the shivering 
stops. So there you have it. Two tiny tales from my sometimes twisted brain. (laughs) I do love these little challenges. And the great thing about the NYC Midnight Contest is that everyone gets feedback, at least for the first round, depending on which contest you're in. So from my perspective, writers out there and people trying to work on your craft, the contests are really inexpensive to join. And the feedback that I've gotten on all of my submissions has been really helpful. I'd like to thank you for listening. If you listened to both of them, I would love any kind of feedback that you might want to give me, even if it's Laurel. Where are these ideas coming from? You seem like such a nice person. (laughs) I've heard that before, too. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, these two tiny tales, along with lots of other longer ones, will be included in my next book, which is going to be called Dark Ebb. Will be coming out sometime around the holidays, might not be till the new year. And I'm excited about having a new genre out there. I hope you enjoyed this episode one way or the other. And if you did, please subscribe to Alligator Preserves on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with my latest episodes. Please share these with your friends. Maybe they will follow me too. And I hope you might consider supporting Alligator Preserves on Patreon. Check out the rewards you'll receive at patreon.com slash alligatorpreserves. And join me next time when I'll talk about something completely different. I always do. And until then, let's see, what kind of preserves would the little old lady put on her (laughs) liver and onion side dish? (laughs) I'm not even going to go there. You could make up your own mind. Until next time, be good to yourselves. Bye.